Oh hey, it's that fly on Mike Pence's head, making a quick reintroduction. We're your hosts, Elizabeth and Isabel. Welcome to Advocado, an advocacy podcast by Youth for All. Today's episode topic is all about our thoughts on the U.S. election, and this is Minisode number two. Okay, also thanks to Ali Ward for the intro. Uh, This is a little bit late. Um, Currently when we are recording this, it is November 12th, the day after Veterans Day or Memorial Day, whatever you call it, where you live. Um, Also, small disclaimer, we are recording this from Canada, and this is just our opinions on, drumroll, the election. Okay, also, side note, that fly on Mike Pence's head during the vice presidential debate is, like, more popular than Mike Pence, according to many polls. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I just had to mention that. Okay, so, as you know, do you want to start with... Yeah, so, sure... Joe Biden won the presidency, if you didn't already know, um, even though Trump refuses to acknowledge that, but that's a different... Yeah, he hasn't conceded yet. We'll talk about that later, but... Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I'm just going to point out some other little things. Uh, Some of my friends and I were just watching and tracking the election as it happened, and we had to wait, like, a full, like, three days. Very suspenseful. Isabel, I don't think... I think doesn't care as much as other people do. Yeah, there's a lot of people in our class that are, like, super into U.S. politics. And they know everything. Mm -hmm. They they literally know more about U.S. politics than Canadian politics. Like, that's that's just, like... Anything Canadian. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so here are some key, I don't know, idea things. Uh, First, Biden did really well in Georgia and Arizona, which is actually pretty interesting because those were like the mail-in ballot states, right? Like those were the states with the red mirage. If you didn't know the red mirage is basically, uh, you know how like Trump was discouraging mail-in ballots, right? So a lot of his supporters, Republican, like key Republicans, uh, did not do mail-in votes. So as the votes were being counted at the poll stations, we were seeing like a lot of Republican first. And he was like, oh, I'm having a good night on Tuesday. And then as it got later on Wednesday and Thursday, uh, we started seeing more blue votes. And then it was going on like an upward trend for Democrats because of all the mail-in ballots. Of course, Trump is having a little bit of a meltdown here because he doesn't like to see his uh, votes being overridden, I guess. Not overridden, but there's going to be a lot more blue votes, right? Mm -hmm. And so it makes him feel really bad because he thought he was going to do well. Because election night this year was so much election night last year, except for the fact that this year there's, like, way more mail-in ballots. This year there were actually a lot of flip states, um, so that means that if the state voted for blue in the la- last election, they were repu- repu- uh, Republican this election, mm-hmm. and um, if they voted red last election, then they voted blue this election. Yeah. Uh, I think Joe Biden did pretty well in a lot of battleground states this year as well. Uh, I don't know the specifics because I'm not that cool, but yes. Also, another really cool thing or important thing is the Senate. So uh, if you didn't know, the U.S. House of Representatives, um, that was still Democratic this year. So Democrats still won majority. Republicans did flip a lot of seats, but they still have majority at the moment. However, Senate is a big question. Senate's really important because if we have a Joe Biden presidency and we have a red Senate or a Mitch McConnell Senate, as you would like to say, um, it's going to be very hard for Joe Biden to pass any laws and enact or do anything so basically democrats really need the majority of the senate to do something and there's going to be two races in georgia next january because well 
let's just zoom into Georgia. Georgia has this weird policy where if candidates don't get over 50% of the vote for the, to be the senator, uh, the top two of that race go into a runoff. So a lot of candidates uh, got like 49, 48%. So it was like a split. So now they have to go to a runoff because neither of them got over 50%, which is majority. So this is David Perdue, who's Republican, versus John Ossoff, who's Democrat. Who's, who's a Democrat. And then also Kelly Loeffler, who I believe was appointed after this other Republican senator died, uh, versus Raphael Warnock, who's also a Democrat. So these are two very important races we should all be watching for next January. It'll decide a lot of policy and legislation that go into uh, Congress. And also, like, just going a little bit further back, like, backwards in time, Amy Coney Barrett is now in the supreme court i think she was officially um sworn in so that will have a yeah, very Donald Trump snuck impact her in. on a lot actually because um it f- makes the supreme court much more in favor of republican policies yeah and if anything okay and this brings me into another point that was interesting lindsey graham if you don't know lindsey graham is not a man of his word back in 2016 uh barack obama was going to appoint a justice but republicans were like no 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 wait like that's not fair like we're gonna Mm -hmm. let the next president do it so donald trump got to do it but this year of course we have the same situation however donald trump rushes to put in another justice also known as acb and last year or in 2016 republicans like lindsey graham were basically saying no it's not fair democrats can't put in another justice we need to wait till the next president that's only fair uh, he said, I'm on the record, like, if you need to ever bring this up again, you can put it in my face, tweet at me, whatever, like, I said this and I'm, this is what I think. And this year he comes back and goes back on his decision and he goes, yeah, well, it's only fair if we appoint another justice. Okay. <laughs> Susan Collins. Yeah. Um, if you didn't know, Susan Collins is, I believe, a senator not, in not Maine. Author, and she's pretty way. popular. Yes. Oh my God. Not Suzanne Collins. We were talking about this at lunch in our class because our class is cuckoo. And everyone's like, oh my god, Suzanne Collins of Maine. Suzanne. No, Susan Collins of Maine. <laughs> she's actually very popular. She's like a she's been in the Senate for like what, twenty, thirty years, I think. And she's a Republican, but she she's she's kinda she's kinda interesting because she voted for like uh, the appointment of Kavanaugh, mm-hmm. I believe. But she's also sometimes like she's also I think anti abortion. So she's uh-huh. like pretty yeah, she's pretty interesting. So Demo- I think Republican no, Democrats just wanted to get rid of her, but we still need to remember that this Republican's been in the Senate for, like, 20-ish years. She's, like, a career politician. So, yeah, she's 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 held on to her seat in Maine. Okay, Isabel's going to talk about some interesting uh, details. Yes, okay, so... Electoral okay. colleges. <laughs> Woo. Okay. Um, so I did not understand what the electoral college was until like I had to look it up to do this podcast episode. But anyways, it's such like a, a weird system in the U.S. So because um, the electoral college is the how the president 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 is actually decided so the presidential election is not by popular vote it's not actually technically divided um decided by like the popular vote in each state by the citizens it's um each it's through the electoral college system each state gets a certain number of electoral college votes and so usually and it depends on population so usually the people um 
the if fifty percent or over win a state, then all the electoral college votes from that state goes towards um the the candidate that most people voted for in that state. Yeah. But there's two exceptions to this rule: Maine and Nebraska. So, due to these rules, a candidate um can quote win the election without getting the most votes at the national level. And this actually happened in 2016 when Donald Trump won a majority of the electoral college votes, although the popular vote um went to Hillary Clinton. This this is a very flawed system. So, Obviously, as you can tell, like it, it makes it really easy for campaigns to target specific groups of voters mm-hmm. and thus uh, get more of the electoral votes. For example, Texas, what, has like 38 electoral votes, while somewhere like, what is it, like New Jersey had 14, Connecticut has 7. Uh, obviously, it's based on population, but it's really flawed because how, how can we have a president that doesn't even have the majority of the total votes? Mm-hmm. Just because you're concentrated in one area does not mean most or majority of the voters will agree with your policy or your platform, as you could see in 2016 when Donald Trump did not win the popular votes. And um, Donald Trump winning based on the electoral college system um, is not the first time it happened. Like George W. Bush, that's actually how he won the election in 2000. That That's a little bit of the research we did. That's a little bit of the insight we have into this election. Personally, yeah. I think we're both on Biden's boat. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't feel we should drink hand sanitizer. Let's just say that. Yeah, let's let's. Yeah, his rhetoric on COVID is really like dangerous, and I think the U.S. is pushing a hundred thousand cases every day now, of COVID. And oh, you know geez. what? Thanksgiving and Christmas, we've already gone through Thanksgiving in Canada, but the U.S. obviously hasn't. And same with Christmas, and I just can't even imagine what's gonna happen this Christmas. True. It's really a shame, but you know what? Inauguration's almost here. Also, we were looking up what happens to, what would happen oh. if a president-elect died <laughs> before inauguration date. So within the two months, I think there's a term for the two months. I think it was like the duck something. Okay, while Elizabeth finds it, I'll just like explain what happens. So basically, there's no like actual legal process that says that Ka- Kamala, Kamala, I feel like I'm saying this wrong. Kamala, Kamala. Harris. <laughs> um will has to like will then become the president but it's most likely that she will and there's like a committee or something that has to decide i forget the name of them but i'll let elizabeth talk okay yeah so i just searched it up it's called the lame duck period between uh when a president is voted so november and when the president is actually sworn in so that's in january that's inauguration also a funny story is this one u.s president one of them uh, he stood too long. I remember this because I went to DC in grade three and I thought it was so interesting. Oh, no. There was this one president. I forgot his name. Um, on his inauguration day, he stood outside for too long, got sick, contracted pneumonia and died. So oh. his vice, I think his vice president oh. 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 succeeded him. <laughs> I know <laughs> because this was like back in the 1800s. Oh no. He literally up and died. Anyway. Yeah. yeah that, that's fine. Also another really cool thing. Another really cool thing, uh, mm-hmm. I saw this New York Times post, and Major Biden and Trump, Trump Biden, no, Major Biden and Champ Biden, uh, which are Joe Biden and Joe Biden's um, dogs, right? German Shepherd, those two dogs, and I think I think his Major Biden, he's an adopted dog, mm-hmm. and there's gonna be dogs again in the presidency, yay! 
in in the White House. I remember, if you remember Bo and Sunny from the Obamas, yes, we are all very excited for dogs. I think, really, the dogs show the character of the presidents, don't they? <laughs> hint, hint, Trump didn't have a dog. He didn't have pets. I watched, like, this video, multiple videos by Useful Charts, and if you look at, like, the Biden family tree, and I, I looked at Biden family, Biden's family tree, and Trump's family tree, and Harris's family tree, and it's also pretty interesting to see all of that. Very interesting. You, uh, you'll get like a understanding of why Biden's sons are so controversial, and also the history of Trump's family's like money, um, to do with Biden. Okay, this this is really rambly, but like to do with Biden's sons, I don't think Trump should have brought that up in a debate because really it's just, just like a cheap play. Right? Like don't attack someone's family members. Like sure, there's something wrong with them. Or they've done controversial things, but look first, look at yourself, and second, does it really matter? It's really about America and your policy, not about what his son has done or not done. Okay, also, also, guess what, you guys? You guys, mm. you can go to JoeBiden.com and get uh, stickers, a Biden-Harris sticker and Biden-Harris gears. <laughs> so, yeah, I thought that was really interesting. Also, then I started searching up AOC stickers, and I don't know if she's going to run in 2028. Not 2024, but... Yeah, cool I know. I need to get a computer though. sticker of AOC. Uh, yeah. It would. Anyways. Um, we both like AOC listening. a lot, as you can tell. AOC is a cool person. Um, but She's thank, cool. thank you for listening to today's mini-sode. Um, hopefully, we'll be able to cut stuff out, because right now it's like 20 minutes, and I don't know if that counts. Yeah, I think it got longer than a mini-sode. But, Regular episode. <laughs> you know, uh, thanks for listening. Um, have a great weekend long weekend is it u.s i think it's it's u.s thanksgiving right i don't even know anyways well we get a long weekend for our remembrancing where we are right now so yeah have u.s thanksgiving day. is thursday november 26th oh, no not this well, weekend well. we don't even know <laughs> and then yeah, black well, friday okay um, yeah, have a good week bye. This will stand the test of the time. This is the last year uh, of a lame duck president. And if Ted Cruz or Donald Trump get to be president, they've all asked us not to confirm or take up a selection by President uh, Obama. So if a vacancy occurs in their last year of their first term, guess what? You will use their words against them. I want you to use my words against me. If there's a Republican president in 2016 and a vacancy occurs in the last year of the first term, you can say, Lindsey Graham said, let's let the next president, who it, whoever it might be, make that nomination. And you could use my words against me and you'd be absolutely right.